0: Welcome to r slash ask where users answer the question, when have you seen the real world hit a spoiled brat? I was a school bus driver in the 70s, during the height of court-ordered busing, so I ferried poor kids to the rich side of town, then rich kids the other way. Lots of entitled brats, but one stands out. Super entitled kid, constantly defying rules. Eventually I caught him, with too many witnesses, attempting to set a bus seat on fire with his lighter. School officials were called. There was a hearing with officials and his rich dad and he's banned from all buses for the rest of the semester. Dad offers to pay for the damage and quietly accepts the punishment. Then comes the surprise. Next morning when I arrive at 6am to clean my bus, regular task every morning, the rich kid and dad are standing there. Dad introduces me to my new personal bus cleaner for the rest of the year. He brings the kid every morning and forces him to wash and clean the floors of my bus before taking him to his school. By the end of the year, the entitled kid is actually working hard and being friendly. We're getting along pretty well, and I help him out sometimes so he can get on to school. The kid turns out okay when this is all over. Good move by his dad. Yeah, I agree. When the dad got involved, I was expecting that we were going to get a cameo from slash entitled parents. But this dad's the total opposite. It's more like slash humble parents. Our next reply is from Jimmo. When I was working at a public library, we had a few local celebrities come in from time to time. Most of them were nice, but one had a real stick up his butt. He would complain about having to stand in line and about late fees and about everything else. We would just say, sorry, those are the rules, or thank you for being patient, even though he wasn't. One day, he and I were apparently both having a bad day, and when I told him there was a limit on how many DVDs or video games he could check out at a time, he slammed his hands on the desk and raged, do you know who I am? This is a grown man, mind, and I was a little college student who barely looked old enough to drive. I was sick of his low-key bullying, so I just looked at him and said, yes, I do, Mr. X, and the rules still apply to you. Which one of these would you like me to put back? He was stunned. I don't think anyone had ever actually told him that the rules for everyone else did, in fact, apply to him as well. He was a little nicer after that. Not a lot nicer, but still. It's so weird that this guy tried to flex at a public library? Dude, you're trying to borrow things instead of just buying them. How awesome could you possibly be? Our next reply is from Dark Starlet Lowell. When my brother was in school, he was horrifically bullied for being autistic and his bully was the most entitled little turd I've ever had the displeasure of meeting. His father paid for boxing practice, karate lessons, and other martial arts. This made him think that he was the best at anything physical. My brother isn't overly fond of sports and prefers to read in the library. As the typical nerdy kid, he's a prime target for bullies. One day when the bully had cornered my brother up against the wall, my brother finally decided that he wasn't just going to take it anymore, but he strongly dislikes violence and thus would not be fighting back. Instead, when the bully tried to punch him, my brother ducked. Three broken fingers and a trip to the hospital later, the bully's father finds out what had been happening. All of his extra classes and training were canceled, he had all of his electronics and games sold, and if he wanted to have a car, he would have to work for every penny himself. Our next reply is from Andrew Shan. Spending 50 bucks on food a day is not normal. A college girl got cut off from her parents, drinking and not going to class, and had to get a job. She put on Facebook about how she's going to go hungry and needs money. People offered her food and to make her dinner. She said, that's okay. I just need about 40 bucks to get through the day. I don't like to grocery shop. Edit, if you're wondering how she went through that much a day, she always ate at a restaurant and had Starbucks twice a day. Add in snacks and alcohol and there's 40 bucks per day. And if you're wondering what that comes out to, that's about $14,600 just in food. Our next reply is from Watch That Boom. One of my favorite things about the military is that in a uniform, nobody can tell how privileged or underprivileged you might have been. It's a total blank slate. And for many, it's humbling to not get to slash have to wear your social status on your sleeve. On my second ship, there was an E2 who grew up very wealthy and was a douche about it. He wasn't afraid to let us know. He thought that he was better than his peers. There's a stereotype of the enlisted guy who thinks of himself as an officer as a way to pretend that means anything. That's this guy in every way, and he would try to get out of sucky enlisted work because he was going to be an officer. Probably even a commanding officer of a ship. So there we were, a few hours into his first deployment, and this douchebag gets violently seasick. It lasted for days. I don't know if you've ever been around someone who can't open their eyes without yakking, but it's awful you really feel bad for them. It's hard to watch someone go through. Not with this guy. Our next reply is from Kren. A kid in college was a roommate of a friend of mine. He was always bratty and spoiled, but hung out with us as if he were a good friend, and we let him chill with us because sometimes he wasn't bad. Then one day, we heard him arguing with his mom on the phone that he needed more money. From the ensuing argument, we learned that he had, in less than one year, burned through 30 grand that his parents gave him for food and discretionary spending. Mind you, he was not paying for tuition or lodging or his car with this money. It was basically just food money, as all those other things were also already covered by his parents. He was calling his mother some really nasty things and hung up on her. Then his father called, and they got in an argument cussing each other out. At the end of that call, he threw his iPhone at the wall and shattered it. This was the original iPhone. Turns out they cut him off, and basically, he had to drop out of school and drive back home, out of state, because he couldn't afford to do anything anymore. And of course, he was too good to work at a plebs job. He added me on Facebook about a year later, and was a late-blooming 9-11 truther. Obama was president by this time and the only thing I ever said to him on Facebook was a simple reply correcting one fact he was wrong about in his 9-11 conspiracy theory. He then posted like four replies in quick succession telling me to open my eyes and then blocked me. Our next reply is from amazing. When I joined the army, a guy who had the infantry tattooed on him didn't even last two weeks in basic training. He cried and yelled, I shouldn't have to get yelled at to do something. And then I F replies to that. When I was in advanced individual training, there was one kid who had do you know who my dad is syndrome? Just because his dad was a drill sergeant at some other post. He used to act like an effing dick to people at every opportunity. And several of us almost fought him, either sticking up for ourselves or other platoon members. We made it to graduation without killing him. His dad showed up and heard what an eff he was being. Our drill sergeants called us at ease while still in formation at the ceremony. His dad walks up to the formation, calls him up front, and makes him do push-ups in his class A's while saying, I'm sorry, over and over. It remains to this day the most glorious thing I've ever seen. Our next reply is from Grumpy Hedgehog. Simple and pure example for my part. There was only one coffee shop on my campus operating out of the library building, and it was always crowded. You pretty quickly learned that if you wanted coffee before class, you get there 20 minutes early. Grabbed a newspaper, I'm old, sue me, and took your time. It was always funny watching incoming freshmen crowd the line five minutes before their 8am and slowly filter out in despair. As they realized there was absolutely no way they were reaching that sweet Sumatra nirvana in time. Cue this little freshman girl, dressed in the classic campus t-shirt, jean shorts, blonde ponytail coming out of the ball cap starter pack walking up, assessing the line stretching out the door, and boldly deciding to just sort of skip it. Now, the baristas were usually pretty cool with people skipping for simple things, dropping down a quarter for some scantrons or a buck for a cookie, anything that didn't require interaction. Not this girl. She caught the barista's attention while the previous customer was still paying and went, hey, yeah, can I get a latte please? Like really quickly. Um, the line starts back there replied the now slightly confused girl behind the counter. But I have class, whined the freshman. There was an awkward pause before the barista responded. You're on a college campus. Are you freaking serious? Why do you think all these people are here? Back of the line. Oh, was the only thing the freshman girl thought to say. As she turned to look at a line full of people staring daggers back at her, she looked not upset or embarrassed, but sort of enraptured by this newfound understanding she's just been imparted. It's like for the first time in her entire life, she realized that other people were in her way for reasons. It was actually kind of beautiful to watch, like a baby deer learning to walk for the first time. Better late than never. Then throwaway oh yes it is replies to that comment. Reminds me of a guy I had an interaction with years ago. We're on a subway morning commute time. Packed car. He gets in with a bike that hits a kid in a stroller. There's a policy against bikes in crowded cars. They can block the exit in an emergency, so people start giving him flack. Well, what am I supposed to do? I have to get to work. Wait for another train. But I have to get to work. I don't care. You don't care that I have to get to work? mother effer, you're on a 7.50 a.m. train into the city in a packed car. Where do you think the rest of us are headed? A party? The last part was in my head because I'm not that bold, but really? Our next reply is from Did Sheep Lane. When the high school principal's daughter, who previously got away with all kinds of garbage behavior, vandalism, drinking, major bullying, got caught vandalizing a lecture hall in university, she was unceremoniously dumped and banned. The parents whined for months on Facebook about their poor baby's unfair treatment and the fact that her applications to other universities were being denied. That college student was 19 years old and was legit like, wait, you mean there's consequences for my actions? Our next reply is from Big Birdie. Oh goody, I remembered this earlier today and was hoping I'd be able to share. Not sure if this really qualifies, but it's a good one. So, this gym isn't about a child. This was a full grown woman, maybe mid 30s, who very clearly was handed everything in life. Spoiled, selfish, entitled, whatever you want to call it, she was way out of touch with reality. So, I grew up in a very nice upper middle class area with nothing but houses for miles around. At the center is a small block with a little grocery store, a few boutiques, restaurants, and a drugstore. It being the only shopping center anywhere around tends to attract really snobby people. Anyway, I was maybe 14 or 15 and went to the drugstore to grab something or another and happened to wander past the makeup aisle. This drugstore is pretty large, so their makeup selection is huge, with every brand you can think of taking up the whole wall of the building. I had just rounded the corner where I saw this woman sitting on the ground just as I saw the manager coming around the opposite corner making a beeline for her like a bulldog. He stops, arms crossed, and the following happens. Ma'am, I hope you know that you have to pay for those. What? The makeup, all these packages you've opened, you have to pay for them. He gestured about towards where I was standing, still at the end of the aisle. I looked down to my right and saw what he was pointing at, the pressed powder compacts. She'd opened one of each shade ranging from ivory to warm beige and left the remains in piles at the bottom of each display. That's right, I said each. She went through every single brand and opened the package compacts. And to make it worse, each brand usually makes more than one type of pressed powder. There had to have been at least 40 of them. The woman was getting agitated. What do you mean? I don't understand. Why do I have to pay for them when I only need one? The the manager starts to have a stroke. Because you've destroyed them? And because you've used them? We could no longer sell these to anyone else because they've been contaminated. By you. Well, I needed to test them to match my skin tone. It was at this point I realized that next to all the compacts were the used makeup sponges that come with them as well as what appeared to be used baby wipes. Well I hope it was worth all the money you now owe us. This was about 15 years ago so the remainder of the conversation is fuzzy. I know she was panic crying and was refusing to pay and he threatened to call the cops but I had to leave at that point so I didn't get to see the outcome. But I do know that I did a little math when I got home. Nowadays, one of those compacts would cost about 10 bucks each. Back then, I'd say 5 to 6. So she had to pay at least 240 bucks by the end of that. Our next reply is from Waluigi is the real hero. On the subject of college kids, I went to an Ivy League school in the town I grew up in. Being an Ivy, there were a ton of spoiled rich turds around. One of my high school friends pledged a rich fraternity, and while he was cool, his frat bros were horrible. During one winter break, my friend decided to throw a townie party at the frat as a pseudo high school reunion. One of his frat bros was still in town, so he decided to attend the party too. I'd seen this guy at a few parties during the year, and he was the worst kind of frat douche, harassing women left and right, drinking to excess, and trying to start fights, and bullying everyone with, do you know who my family is? Lines. While that kept most of us students from hitting him because we had something to lose, it turns out the same stuff doesn't fly with a bunch of angry farm boys who weren't used to taking flack from a preppy douche with a superiority complex. I ended that night by peeling a few of my former high school football teammates off this guy before they killed him for throwing a drink at one guy and slapping another girl's butts. Our next reply is from Tommy Gun. My ex-best friend was raised spoiled. His family wasn't very rich, but they still always tried their best to get him everything he asked for and never taught him to take responsibility for his mistakes. I'll write a list of the things he pulled after leaving school. 1. Got three strikes on his license and lost it by running a red light. Wasn't his fault because there weren't many cars around. Speeding through a school zone wasn't his fault because there were no kids around even though he was going so fast that he would have been breaking the limit if the school zone limit wasn't in place and getting pulled over and one of his passengers wasn't wearing a seatbelt was his fault for not wearing it. Two, quit his job because he wanted more time to skate. Did this by going to his ex's and sleeping with her instead of going to work then bragging about it on Facebook. Centerlink refuses to pay him because he's not even trying to get a job and no place will hire him because of his track record. Three, he sexually assaulted a 14-year-old girl at a party. He was 21, and he somehow managed to get away with that. Also, this wasn't some massive drinking party, it was a family barbecue. 4. Assaulted a bouncer at a nightclub and then assaulted the police who tried to arrest him. Spent a week in jail for that. 5. Moved to Melbourne, then Sydney, and ended up being homeless for a couple of years and is currently homeless in Germany. That was Ask askreddit, and my askreddit question for you is why haven't you hit the subscribe button yet?